there's so much to Arizona. You have pine yeah. forests and you have high mountains and you have desert and you have red rocks of Sedona. There's so many different places here. And it's not everyone's like, oh, Arizona, it's a dry heat. It's like, no, it's not all of Arizona. Plus, we it's been raining here all summer. <laughs> so wow. In, wow. In the desert, you know, it's like we Good get monsoon. Golly. And it's yeah. hot and humid and pouring rain. Like, it's completely, it's the coolest place. I absolutely love yeah. it. Hello again, friends. Thank you so much for joining me here at the Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. I am your host, Greg, and as always on this podcast, we are here to share wisdom gained from time spent in nature with a dose of inspirational and empowering stories of everyday people moving through uncharted territory, both literal and figurative. I am grateful you have chosen to spend part of your time today with me, listening to cool things and cool people. And uh, without any further ado, let's get to this week's episode. Well, hello, friends. We are back for another episode of Wisdom of the Wilderness podcast. It is 2023, and we are very much hoping that uh, the platform I use brings back the cow as the interlude, because I really missed that huge moo in between segments. I'm going to hope it happens. See what we can manifest, because thoughts create things and words create reality. Alrighty. But yeah, happy 2023. It has been a hot minute since we were here. Lots of stuff has happened. Uh, it has snowed. It has rained. It has snowed again. It has been sunny. And I spent an awesome Christmas and New Year's down in what has quickly become my favorite place to be. And I actually spent uh, all of New Year's at a six-day ultra marathon. Uh, I was not competing. I was part of a crew and uh, hanging out there. And it was a fantastic experience. And it actually led me to the ideas for today's podcast was just what I saw there, what I was part of, what I was doing, and uh, what we can maybe be part of and what we can create with our words and with our actions. So I was part of a crew. I was helping someone uh, participate in the six-day event. Uh, that is a big thing. And for this particular event across the years, you do laps for six days or 48 hours, 24 hours, 12 hours, six hours, 72 hours, 100 miles. I believe there was a 50 mile and uh, there's also a marathon. But you do laps of a 1.0 something mile track. So you see a lot of the same scenery. Um, in all of the races, uh, every four hours, you switch directions. So you start off at nine. At 1 p.m., you switch direction. At 5 p.m., you switch direction. At 9 p.m., you switch direction. At 1 a.m., you switch direction. Uh, that can get very old and very monotonous. And when I first showed, there, showed up there, I was thinking about signing up for something, and it sounded fairly awful to me. Um, so I did not. But I hung out, and over the time that elapsed, I got to, got to know some of the runners and got to see the changes that the person I was supporting went through. And got to got to help out for the last person standing event, which was a really powerful deal. And it was in in that time while I was there watching what was happening that I realized that it's a significant mental challenge to do this same loop, one mile loop, for that amount of time. How do you motivate yourself to keep going? What is the internal drive? What is the self-talk you have? Or what is the 
you know, dri driving force. Um, what makes you want to go out and push yourself to do that or to attempt doing that? And also to see the the variety of ages and bodies and people and life experiences that that showed up there to compete. I mean, the the winning the winning time or the the winning distance over the six days was something absolutely insane. I'm just gonna pull it up here because I took a photo of the leaderboard. But the way that that people could push themselves and what they were getting out to there, absolutely crazy. We have got, uh, the winner had 463 miles in six days. That's 745 of those metric units nobody uses. A uh, number of people crossed the 300 mile in six days, and the female winner had 403 miles in six days. That is a huge amount. That is a huge physical endeavor, but it's also a mental endeavor because that's about what did I say? 403 miles. That is 385 laps of a one-ish mile loop. So a lot of monotony. And also what I noticed from being there as part of the part of the crew and, and helping out was that, you know, there is a ton of support that goes into this. And there are a lot of organizations that provide events and, and create events and, and whatnot. But there's also, you know, a lot of support that goes in, whether it's volunteers, whether it's employees, whether it's the people doing the shopping for aid station food, whether it's people doing the permits to, to get the events, whether it's the timing crew that shows up and has all their equipment checked out and is constantly troubleshooting that, uh, whether it's dealing with the weather as it monsooned a little bit unexpectedly for the start of the race. There was a lot. And to tie into what the podcast about today is, you know, there's a lot of support that's out there. You know, anyone who was out there attempt pushing their physical body and their mental body um, was going for something big. And there's also a lot of support that that was needed to put that race on or that they may have needed during the race. You know, I was at some aid stations. I was walking dogs. I was high-fiving people. I was making food. I was running out to the store. I was taking some runners to the store. I was cooking for people. It, there's a lot of stuff. So, you know, there's a lot to be said about supporting others because while there is this big dream and there were some colossal mileage goals exceeded, um, none of that happens on their own. You know, there's still a support group there, whether it's, yeah, like I said, the aid station, the crew, the people doing everything. So with that and seeing how much support is involved, you know, I'm signed up to do 100K in about six weeks. And there's a lot of support I'm relying on during that race. Um, thinking about kind words people have said, thinking about the motivational, um, less than ideal things people have told me about how I manage my life or what I'm doing or um, many other things, what my body looks like. Um, there's a lot of ways to, to, that we can, we can pass that on. And, you know, there's a lot of inspiration out there. So what I saw in all these people out there competing was that they're an inspiration at some level. There's a dude who was 90, 90, and he competed. There are not records of anyone else who is 90 competing. That is crazy. He did 122 laps, 127 miles in the sixth day at 90. So... You know, we really can push our bodies far beyond what the media likes to tell us. We really can create our own healing. We really can do a lot of these things. Mindset is a choice that we have, and we can choose to choose to stay small or choose to unfurl our sails and see what's out there. So kudos to you because uh, that was pretty cool, Don, 90 years old.
Um, and with that, inspiring others. So it's both supporting others and inspiring others. How is it ways that we can do that? And, you know, for me, it was seeing these people, these body types compete in everything. Um, another thing I wanted was pondering in terms of inspiring and supporting others is that actions speak louder than words. Maybe you've noticed this in your life. I definitely noticed it in my life. There's a lot of words that people say and a lot of things that they may promise or, or do whatever, but it's ultimately those actions and what they actually do that really give you a huge test of character. So, you know, when I think of how I'm attempting to support others and try and put myself in someone's shoes, trying not to project my beliefs and experiences onto their experience, um, I often think of, you know, what's going to be important. It's going to be a high five as someone goes by. It's going to be cheering someone on that maybe looks sad. It's going to be being a smile when it rains for the six, first six hours of a six-day event and the course is mud and there's two-inch deep puddles and there's a lake in the parking lot. Those things are more important. You know, what can we do to help somebody out? Um, maybe you've got a friend. Maybe you see someone on the side of the road. Maybe you've got some candy in your car you can take them. Actions speak louder than words or than screaming at somebody to do something different. Um, along the lines of inspiring, one of the things I do, what I do, is you never know the impact that your kindness might have on somebody, whether that's a smile to a runner who's struggling at an event, whether that's a smile to a young child when you're out at the grocery store running errands. Maybe it's the impact of saying hello to an elderly person in the store. That might be their only social interaction of the entire day, entire week. You never know. Um, I always hope for the best and try to pass on kindness and positive energy in all the chances that I get. That is not to say every time. If you've ever been in the vehicle with me driving in the city, you'll understand or comprehend, pardon me, comprehend why I do not live in a city anymore and don't really have any desire to. But I hope for the best, because you never know what that what that impact could be. Who knows what that impact of me even just saying, Don, the 90-year-old, walked 127 miles, that could be a huge inspiration to someone to get off the couch or think about going to do an event or going out for a walk and progressing up there and maybe becoming an ultra runner. Maybe getting more into fitness, maybe looking into true wellness modalities and not the legacy systems that are around. Who knows? And when we're, when we're inspiring others, supporting others, what's important is to be true to yourself, to thine own self be true. Because, you know, the as, well, I haven't been on an airplane for a long time and with the nonsense happening, I don't know that they will again. But when you get on an airplane, they um, instruct you to put on your oxygen mask first because you're not much help to anybody else or if you have small children if you're not taking care of yourself so you know when you are inspiring supporting others please make sure to take take care of your own well-being you know if you don't have the capacity for something it's okay to say no try not to overexert yourself or run around like a chicken with your head cut off, taking care of everyone else and not taking care of yourself because ultimately inspiring acts can be saying no to something you don't want to do or saying no to something you don't have time for or prioritizing your own health and wellness. That can be a source of inspiration. Some of the, the um, people I follow on social media channels, you know, some of the most inspiring things have been people sharing about their struggle with certain issues and then 
being true to themselves, being kind to themselves and saying, Hey, okay. Yeah. Like this thing that was important, that doesn't fit me anymore. And I'm walking away from it because I'm feeling something about it. You know, there have been a lot of things over the past few years that that might come up for, but ultimately, you know, the, the inspiration, the small steps that you take in following a career path that's looks different than the suburban nine to five you're told is normal. Um, in choosing to pursue your passions as opposed to following the air quote traditional ways um, in terms of pleasing others and sacrificing your wants, your your needs, your dreams, your goals, um, that doesn't really work out. And uh, those emotions, that resentment, that sadness, that anger, they'll show up in your body somewhere or in your life experience somewhere. So, you know, that's, that's something to ponder, but I think there's a lot of inspirational acts that we can take. And a lot of people who may not seem to be inspirations in my worldview are inspirations. I don't find a lot. Well, I don't find any celebrities to be particularly inspiring. Um, I like to hear people's stories, but I, I find the single mom working a couple jobs and pursuing her passion to make jewelry, to be more inspiring than a wealthy child turned teen turned college athlete turned professional athlete making millions of dollars far less inspiring the world's been kind of handed to you so you know i like to see grit i like to see people that are putting their energy and determination into what's important to them and i see that as an inspiration and i I share time and I share resources with people who are doing that. And that's a conscious choice that I've made as opposed to, you know, supporting um, at the moment major, major professional sports or things that involve significant amounts of money. There's just as much value to going and spending time with friends or being an inspiration by following a path that's different. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of inspiring acts we can take. And that's not to say that there aren't some really cool things that pro athletes and celebrities do do on occasion. Um, it's simply to point out that there can be a lot of inspiring people who are behind the scenes that may, you may not know or remember. Do I remember certain athletes and what happened in, in certain events as a sports fan? Not much anymore. I remember the name of my teacher that supported and encouraged me in speaking my opinion, despite the vilification of different opinions by people in certain classes. Um, I recall people that encouraged me to, to follow dreams and encouraged me to, to stand up for what I thought was right. And that's, that's really helped me out through challenging situations. So, you know, you never know what action you take, what, what you do or who you are, what you be, that may inspire someone else. And you never know how that support that you offer someone else can, can come back to you. You know, at, at this race I was at, there was a lot of, you, you can bond very deeply with people when you're pushing yourself mentally and physically. And a lot of old stories came out of the past for a number of people. And I made several new friends and deep connections because of that. And hearing what people had learned and how they've grown despite challenging experiences in their lives, everything from relationship issues to health issues, to political issues, to international issues, a lot of things had happened, but it was what intrigues me and why I enjoy talking to people who aren't, you know, who are just 
you wouldn't necessarily know who they were to pass them on the street. Um, is those people who've had experiences and they learn from them, they grow from them and they move on and ultimately are pushing themselves for their own reasons in whatever capacity that may take, that is all super cool. And I encourage you all to do that. So yeah, a little short one today, but that's all right. We we're going to go and uh, look at some equine amigos out there and appreciate this sunset and manifest more sunshine and more warm weather because we're kind of over winter out here. But if you're a winter person, you're going to be loving these winter storms. All right. Until the next time, friends, we will see you for the next episode of the Wisdom of the Wilderness. And thank you very much for joining me on today's episode, friends. It is always fun for me to record these, and I do hope you get a lot out of them. As always, if you enjoyed this, please share it with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, your coworkers, your hairdresser, the guy at the restaurant, uh, wherever you're going. I do my best to research these and give a lot of good information, and there's a lot of people out there that can benefit from hearing the stories and also having that perspective shift that can come along with, with listening. As well, if you get a chance, I do encourage you. It really helps me out if you can leave a five-star review at the podcast platform you're listening to, as well as maybe even write something. So uh, yeah, if you get a chance, please do that. I prefer Apple Podcasts is how I listen to things, but I know that uh, Stitcher's out there, Spotify's out there, Google Play or Google Podcasts, there's a whole bunch of them. So if you get a chance, please do drop a five-star rating and leave a review. That would be fantastic. And with that, have a wonderful day, friends. We will catch you on the next episode of The Wisdom of the Wilderness.